Welcome to this week's Talk 72 podcast. I'm Josh Lindley. Joining me today are Stephen Downs and Sean Makin, who is back for this week after missing last week. Um, this week, though, we are missing um, the trio of Ross Gibson, Nathan Spafford and Rory Steele, who have better things to do. So um, let's start off this week just rounding up last week, just round up the results, basically, which is something we didn't actually do uh, last time out. Nope. Um, we'll just go through the championship ones quickly. Uh, Leeds and Forest drew one all. Birmingham City also drew one one with Bristol City. Cardiff beat Luton two one. Ninety sixth minute winner there from Isaac Vassell. Uh, Charlton beat Stoke three one. Derby Swansea was a nil nil stalemate. Fulham beat Blackburn two nil to get their campaign up and running. Hull beat Reading two one. We'll be speaking about that game a bit more in a in a while. Uh, Middlesbrough lost one nil at home to Brentford. Um, their start was in the Riverside. Preston North End beat Wigan three nil. QPR drew one all with Huddersfield. Sheffield Wednesday beat Barnsley two nil to keep up their hundred percent record. And West Bromwich Albion drew one all with Millwall. Um, got who do we think had a good result? Who do we think had a bad result uh, from the championship? Well, I would say uh, I think Preston had a very good result. Yeah, I'd uh, say so too. Yeah, agreed, Steve. Yeah. And um, the other big surprise was Charlton beating Stoke. Yep, I'd agree with that. Yeah, I mean, you you would you could say that, um, but Stoke have started the season quite poorly. Um, yeah, they have. It it could go down. I mean, just go further down. Fat Lyle Taylor, I think, um, scored the first goal and started. I think, despite Brentford's um, late interest in him, I think it's definitely boy the Charlton fans. I think, um, and mm. will continue to do so. I think as well. Um, I think that that game has shown that one team's on the up and one team's on the decline for me. Yeah, definitely. Well, the, the other thing Absolutely. about the other thing about Charlton is that they probably knew that they needed to get a few quick early results to to build confidence because they probably did know internally that they were going to maybe struggle this season. So, you know, the quicker that you get a few wins on the board, the easier the rest of the season hopefully should be. Yeah, I'd say so as well. Uh, a couple of teams you expect to be up there picking up their first wins of the season. Cardiff did it the hard way. Um, 96th minute winner against Luton, who again fought valiantly against against a good team. Um, yeah, Isaac selling his debut. Yeah, is he the one that f- used to be at Luton? Or yeah, it... that's right. Yeah, yeah. he was at the yeah, same club as Yeah, yeah. Jeff Wednesday um, beat him uh, Barnsley. Yeah, two wins from two. Yeah. yeah, Lee Bullen. Is he going to get the job? I'd imagine so. This is what his third caretaker spell in charge. Yeah, um, yeah. He's been there a long time. Yeah, uh, I mean, on coach, I think. I, I don't think you can. Um, give it to anyone else, really. If, if you look at, say, the start they've had to the season, um, made some decent decent loan acquisitions, I think, as well, final day. Um, obviously, Josh Murphy yeah. coming back there and scoring on his second debut. Um, did yeah. well for them. Kadeem Harris, he looks a good signing as well. Kadeem Harris. Cardiff. 
Yeah. Yeah. So did, 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 did it, did it, yeah, sorry. Yeah, he did, 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 did well at Cardiff, I thought. Um, made a little bit of an impact in the Premier League coming off the bench now and again, but obviously it wouldn't fit in their plans. It's good signing, that free transfer. Yeah, uh, and he's got a few him. goals, didn't he? Yeah. Um, I think he... Did he set up the one on Saturday against Barnes? I think he had a shot and the keeper saved it and spilled it in afterwards, but... Um, two wins two here for Wednesday. Can't argue with that. No, I mean, derby as well. I mean, <clears throat> we talked obviously that just there about giving the job to to him, like, but the yeah, the other candidate I would think uh, about maybe employing is uh, Chris O'Grady because it was Chris O'Grady uh, derby. Chris O'Grady derby. <laughs> Chris O'Grady derby. Oh wow. <laughs> Chef Wednesday Barnes has got to be a derby for a few players. Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. yeah. There's, um, yeah. There'll be a few. Yeah, we should do that actually, nope. shouldn't we? There's Jacob Butterfield played for Wednesday. Yeah, he did. Yeah, Butterfield. Did he? No, he didn't. I don't know. He did. He did. He went. He went alone there last season. They absolutely hated him. Jacob Wednesday yeah, fans. Yeah, they did. Yeah. If, if you look, th- if you look through Twitter, yeah, it's, it's just oh, what they called in the butter bollocks, butter fingers, <laughs> oh, you name it. They, they hated him. Did Wednesday? He, he wasn't great for them. And now he's a Luton, isn't he, Jacob Butterfield? Yeah, he, is. he is. Yeah, he's gone there. The, he's not a bad midfielder, to be honest, but it's just not worked out for him at some clubs. No, including us. It wasn't bad. He wasn't bad for. He wasn't bad for his field team. I'd say he's no, worked I, out Huddersfield more from there than anywhere else, probably. Yeah, probably. We probably got the best uh, out of him. Yeah. We probably Steve. We probably get the best out of him. Even Barnsley, Wasn't Barnsley probably. probably. Yeah. Who was it before us though? It was at Norwich, wasn't it? Middlesbrough. Middlesbrough. Yeah, yeah, I mean he played he played quite a bit at Middlesbrough, didn't he? So. I think he was in and out of the team at Middlesbrough, and then we got in. To be fair, uh, only reason on the he played for us, only play, only reason he played for us is because we had no other uh, well, player that wanted to play in midfield. <laughs> well, we had got rid of Oscar he, he was part of the deal, Steve. Oscar to Middlesbrough. You know where Oscar Goldburn is now, Sean? I saw uh, I saw he'd moved Eastley? the other day. Is eh? it Eastley, isn't he? No, he wasn't Eastley. I only found this out because we oh, did, I know. We did a quiz on the um, on the way down to QPR, and he was it was one Dover, of the questions. Dover Athletic, yeah. Yeah, so Dover, yeah. Uddersfield to uh, Doncaster to Eastley to now Dover Athletic. Didn't he get a move back to the Championship after he left you? Yeah, uh, QPR. He went to QPR. Yeah, yeah he did. Yeah. <laughs> oh Jesus. That was a, that was a strange move. Oscar Dover, one of the EFL legends of the last <laughs> ten years. I think I think all these known is for doing that karate kick at Southampton when he got sent off. Yeah, and and, and, score, and scoring the first goal in the four four all draw against Derby. <laughs> That's that, it. That was definitely a high point of his career. Um, bad weekend for Middlesbrough, you'd say. Um, yeah. If you look on, yeah. I mean, they lost home to Brentford. You look at they were the game yesterday as well in the EFL Cup. Um, didn't really go their way either. Um. Apart from that, uh, we, you'd that sort of say... He's, he's, he's called for VAR, hasn't he, in the Championship as well, Gate? Because I think, did they have two or three disallowed goals on Saturday, Middlesbrough? Yeah. Um, well, he's he, called for VAR in the Championship. It's a tough job, that, for Middlesbrough, isn't it? For oh, it is, for sure. Job. It's really, really tough, that one. Especially after if the he, after the downhill spiral under Pulis. Mm. 
if you can get Luton to stump up a million pound in cash for that, then you've done well. Because they're never going to do it. Yeah, Ashley Fletcher scored twice um, in the first half. Both ruled out. One for handball, one for offside. There we go. Yeah, I mean, Middlesbrough, I mean, the two games, so they've drawn away at Luton. And now, drawn at home to Luton, didn't they? And, um, no, it was away. It was a curve. It was away. And then yeah. beaten by Brentford. So that's just not an ideal start for them because obviously they, well, I, I mean, I would have thought that they would be wanting to at least challenge for top four in, they, in this league. They should be playoffs yeah. every year oh, yeah. if, if yeah, they don't yeah. go up for me. Yeah. Um, they didn't really bring anyone big. I think they made, what, three deals? Three three players came in. Yeah. Um, Dyke still came in on the final day. Marcus Brown came in from West Ham, um, and they bought someone else in. Oh, Thomas Mayash came back, didn't he? The greatest yeah. return since Jesus. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they didn't really do a lot to the squad. Um, you wouldn't say really, you wouldn't know, say, really wouldn't say any of them come in to start. Nah. Bar Dyke still probably right back, but. Anyway, um, that was Championship League One. We'll go through those. Uh, Barry had another game um, postponed by the EFL. That was a, due to be away at Accrington. Uh, Bolton drew 0 with Coventry. Uh, Bristol Rovers drew 0 with Wickham. Fleetwood beat Wimbledon by two goals to one. Um, the former Scunthorpe duo of Paddy Madden and Josh Morris on the score sheet there. Uh, but now being beat Gillingham 2-1 away from home. Ipswich and Sutherland in the which is a League One game, uh, that finished one all. MK beat Shrewsbury Town 1-0, 93rd minute winner Reese Healy. Uh, Oxford beat Peterborough 1-0 as well, Cameron Brannigan. Portsmouth beat Tramia 2-0. Uh, Rochdale drew 1-0 with Doncaster, again, last-minute goals are there for Doncaster. Lincoln beat Rotherham 2-0 away, and Southend lost 3-1 at home to Blackpool. Um Good weekend, you'd say, for Bolton, obviously, considering the circumstances. Um, Harry Alexander getting a clean sheet on his on his debut, the 17-year-old goalie. Yeah. Um, Three goals this low, wasn't it, for Coventry as well? Yeah. I mean, you've got to have... When you're Bolton, you've got to have some luck. <laughs> you have, haven't you? You, you do some luck when, you, when you're Bolton. After everything Black- they've been through. Blackpool had a cracking start as well, two wins from two. Yep. Yeah. said that... Well, I guess that they were going to be up there, but beating Southend comfortably, I would say, uh, from what I saw. Yeah. And no, then on the opening day, they also beat Bristol Rovers. I know you'd expect them probably to beat Bristol, but, you know, that's it's two solid performances out of the first two, which for Blackpool, considering yeah. the last few years, is a success. A club sure. on the up, Steve. Blackpool. Yeah, definitely. Club on the up now. Yeah, feel good factors back there now at Broomfield Road. Um, another good result I thought was uh, Burton at Gillingham. Yes. Good result for Burton. Nathan yeah. Broadhead on loan for Everton. I think got both goals there. Yeah, he did. He's uh, he's uh, a highly rated prospect over at Merseyside. So it's interesting to see how he does at Burton. Nigel Clough still there, going strong. Still, still hanging on to that job. Still hanging on. Um, Been there so... for about 50 years. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, Blackpool top that table um, on goals scored at the minute from Lincoln, who uh, have two wins from two now. Good, impressive win away at uh, Rotherham coming back down. Again, they're one of the favourites to go up as well. Um, how do we see Lincoln? Do you see him maintaining that? Yeah, I don't see why not. I mean, I, I, I saw him last night 
unfortunately. Um, <laughs> so we'll come they, up to that, won't we? They, uh, they look an half-decent side, you know. They've got John Akinde up front, who's like just a... He's more than a big lump. I mean, he, he can shift, can that lad, when he gets going. Got nice little uh, nippy Jack Payne in behind, can create. Uh, got some good wingers at the club, and then... You know they've got an half decent defence there as well, so I, I I think they've got the perfect combination really. They've you know they've got the big man up front, they've got some creativity in midfield, and as long as they can keep the goals out the other end, I don't see why they couldn't or they can't keep it up. They've they've, they've made some good signings of Lincoln as well. As I, yeah. I was at the game there yesterday as well, and um, Tyler Walker from Forest got a lot of goals last season. Mansfield. Is that Walker's got, son? Um, yeah. Yes, yeah, Walker's son. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was. Uh, and you've got the lad from Forest, is it Grant? Is it George, George Grant, George yeah, Grant? really George good Grant, he, he, he was he was good at not counting. He, mm. He's another prospect player. Um, good, good chap for the players, Lincoln. Yeah. Tactically, yeah. tactically good. Got some players. Yeah, particularly like Anderson. He's, I think it's Harry Harry Anderson. Anderson, yeah. Um, yeah, he, I thought he was decent last night against Huddersfield. Scored the goal. Um, so yeah, definitely a good shout for the playoffs, Lincoln. Got, if they keep got, if they keep the Cowley brothers anyway, they've got the experienced guy at the back, haven't they? That was at uh, Peterborough. Bostwick. Yeah, Bostwick. Yeah, Bostwick. Um, they've also looks... got my. They've also got Neil Eardley, haven't they, as well? Oh yeah. yeah. I think he won promotion Blackpool. Yeah. Uh, Michael O'Connor, I think he won promotion Rotherham a couple of times. Lee Fractionson, um, same. Yeah, uh, they've got another player as well as well, at Rotherham that won two promotions. I can't remember who it is, uh, but they've got quite a few experienced players in there who've got promotions. Like that's what I mean. They've got a good mix of of experience, but young heads as well that can absolutely. You know, do, do, I think I think Lincoln. Are, yeah, I mean I, I'm surprised that I'm now thinking about it. Why I didn't go for them really in my predictions? But they are. They do look a really good side. I think one team that have started horrendously is Peterborough yeah two defeats um, lost to Fleetwood who the other team with a 100% record um, and lost to Oxford as well didn't they um, though I mean there's a few teams that are yet to pick up a point um, Accrington uh, Accrington only played one game but Accrington Wimbledon Tranmere Peterborough and Southend have both uh, lost all their games so far yeah I think the, the, the surprise there would be Peterborough and Southend. I'd say Tranmere's probably a bit of a surprise because, you know, they came up by the playoffs last year. Yeah, yeah. A bit of a I mean, they have yeah. lost Norwood. Um, obviously, big, big loss of goals was, for them. Yeah. 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 MK Dons have started well. Yeah, one win from one. Yeah, uh, one from one. Great starts, great starts, Steve. I think the, uh, the two that we've got to be a little bit surprised at is possibly Twitch and and Sunderland, really. I mean, Sunderland two draws. Ipswich, what did they do in their first game? They, oh, were they won? They won. Burton? They'd be Burton, but, yeah. But some, uh, Sunderland's had a very steady start. Yeah, I mean, they have played each other, uh, <laughs> which, you know, cancelled each other. Luke Garber's started really well at Ipswich. Um, Sunderland, to be fair, next have got Portsmouth, so it doesn't get any easier for them. <laughs> no. Um, no. But I think got... it's... Sorry. Sorry, just continuing. You're right. I think it's good for them to probably to get these games out of the way first. That you know, I mean, you could argue Oxford 
he shouldn't be dropping points there, but I think they dropped points in both games, uh, both games against Oxford last year. Um, so I think to get those three games out of the way first for Sunderland is a good thing in a way, um, in the fact that they can then rise up the league. I mean, the 15th at the minute, looking at it. Um, so, I mean, Sunderland are 10 places below Rochdale. <laughs> <laughs> that just says everything about League yeah. One at this moment. It's it's a crazy league, is League One. Absolutely crazy. I always this think in League happen. One, like in the Championship, anybody can sort of beat anybody in the Championship. League Two is an interesting league because it's much of a muchness again. But League One, yeah. it's like you get like the first twelve or whatever that you know that are going to be up there, and then it's just like oh, just the rest, like the best of the rest. And it, I always find League One really interesting because you get some absolute crap in there and you get some really good teams in there. <laughs> True, though. I mean, I don't, you can, I, I don't know when we've had a superb League One all the way through. I, I, don't think, well, I can't remember one. I'd probably say the season Leicester was there and the season Norwich. What, when they were there? Yeah, the, 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 I remember like Leicester absolutely... Kane in the league. I think they won the league by Kant at the end and Norwich did the same and, and Southampton. Yeah, um, but I mean like... So Wolves, I think they won it at Canter as well. Yeah, they, yeah, they won it at Canter as well. They, they were entertaining. <laughs> no, but what I meant was a, a really strong league won all the way through. You know, that was really competitive. I think the Estevenage got playoffs. Oh, yeah. yeah I remember you, you, no one would expect that. I think that was Chef yeah. U. Um no, they didn't lose to Sheffield because they didn't get to the final, did they? I don't know what year that was then, but um, it happened. Is that you, Yeovil won up against Brentford? Might have been. Oh, it, yeah, tr- when Trotter scored. Trotter, Marcelo Trotter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what happened to him? I think he's in it. I think he's... Um, Oh, he was playing Serie B. I'm gonna have a look now. Really? He was at, he was in Serie B somewhere. All I, I remember, remember is that he plays for Frosinone. He's, wow. he's, he's still only 26. Sounds like an ice cream cone that that you get from Whitby. <laughs> Do you want a Frosinone? He joined Frosinone uh, <laughs> in January. I'll have some chocolate sauce on that. Very nice. <laughs> That's where he is. I think they're in. He's... So Let's just imagine. That's where Joel Campbell is, the former Arsenal player. Joel Campbell? He's yeah. played for Arsenal. Yeah, but he's he's actually out on loan, so he's not even rated. Wow. Oh, the managed yeah. by Alessandro Nesta. Nesta? <laughs> Nesta manager. Wow. Didn't, the uh, former AC Milan defender. Yeah. Yeah, wow. <laughs> he must be brilliant. like 45 now, wasn't he? Nesta. 45? No. Um, let's have a look. Nesta is 43. 43. Yeah. Not, not far off, Steve. Not far off. Not far. I knew he must have been around there. It's almost like foot, football ninja, that, isn't it? Football ninja-esque. Oh, yeah. like ne- well, I remember playing for AC Milan. I know. Oh, I think he was in the team. The that Liverpool, lost the Liverpool one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he was in both. When Paolo Maldini yeah. played. Paolo Maldini. 
Anyway, back to the EFL. Yeah, yeah league, we'll, we'll go on to League Two. Um, Grimsby drew with Bradford in the early kickoff. Um, Cambridge finished 0-0 with Newport. Cheltenham beat Scunthorpe by four goals to one, uh, which is explained to why Ross isn't on the podcast. Uh, Crawley beat Salford 2-0 and gave them a welcome to the Football League. Maxfield beat Lane Orient 3-0. Mansfield drew 2-0 with Morecambe. Uh, I think second comeback from 2-0 down in two games for yeah. Mansfield. Um, Crew beat Oldham 2-1 away. Two goals from Chris Porter, former Oldham player. Plymouth beat Colchester by a goal to nil. Port Vale drew with Northampton Town 1-1. Exeter beat Stevenage by a goal to nil. Nicky Law 89th minute. Swindon beat Carlisle 3-2 in uh, quite a good game. And Walsall drew one all with Forest Green Rovers, as we predicted last week on the podcast. So. Yes. Yes, we did. Yes, yeah, we're, we're one from one. Telling future. <laughs> um, good, <laughs> good result for Cheltenham. Good result for Macclesfield. For sure. Yeah, well, Cheltenham. I mean, I predicted Cheltenham to be in the bottom two. Um, I think few people did. And uh, I mean, what did they do first week? Uh, let me have a look. I think they probably lost. <laughs> yeah, they did to Leonardin. Oh yeah, but, of course they did. Anyway, I mean, to beat Scunthorpe, who. I think everybody pretty much admits that could make the playoffs, you would hope. Um, I mean, to beat them 4 1, take some going, does that? They have two players suspended as well, Cheltenham. They had two players sent off opening day. I watched the highlights of that game and it looked like Scunny didn't even know each other's names. Hmm. Explains why they're bottom of the league currently. <laughs> bottom of the league. <laughs> I mean, I know, I know. But all joking aside, Ross is pretty fuming at the moment. With oh yeah. Going to play. I, I mean, it is, it is a bit of a joke, isn't it? I mean, they're not that bad. Of, they're not that bad of a team, are they? Got some very good players on paper. Like Lee Novak should be getting goals at that level. Yeah, Andy he's got Butler, a week. Season veteran. Road um, last year, Andy. Andy yeah. They've got they've, they've got they've got a time. They've got they've got a good team there. Van Van Veen's an interesting one because he's he's play, he's not playing, is he? He's not in the squads. He's playing for the under twenty threes. Um, really? He he scored for us at this level, um, eventually. So I don't know why he's not. There's some there's something in the air that's come yeah. for I think. It's yeah. They've, they've got Paul Hurst and. Oh, I think it's quite. That was a great appointment. Yeah, yeah. he's just gone downhill for him, hasn't it? Since he's gone to Ipswich, he's yeah. just gone there. He's just gone all south for him. But like you said, uh, Josh, he's not playing Van Veen. Adam Hamill's not playing either. Like Adam Hamill, he's a player oh, league one for me. Adam Hamill. I mean, um, even at 34, he should rip that league up, shouldn't he? He's that good at that level. He, 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 league two, we should. Uh, he yeah. should. And he, like I say, didn't even didn't play. He was an unused sub. Yeah. Um, in the game, so it's not a happy ship. Definitely, definitely not. Definitely not the minute. Uh, no, so they're they're bottom. Um, only though, uh, only them, Stevenage and Oldham yet to pick up a point. Macclesfield um, winning three now. I mean, yeah, that's a good, very good result for them, um, especially against uh, a good late in Orient side who say won their first game. He's doing um, well there, Sir Campbell. He is, yeah, especially to keep up last year and, and the trouble they're in. When he got when he got appointed at Macclesfield, a lot of people are laughing and you know were looking for Campbell to fail really, and he's he's gone in yeah. there and really turned it around. Um, we wanted a job for a long, long time. Yeah, he, he was in the ring for a fair few. 
Um, he's still not but, my favourite person, but I, I, for Macclesfield's sake, I hope that he does quite well, you know. He's, it's another left-field appointment again from Macclesfield, isn't it? They've done that before, obviously, mm. years ago, and they got Paul Ince. Um, yeah, true. Yeah. Oh, started, started, him, started him on he, his managerial line. Yeah. His first job, so this is so Campbell's first job. So they do that, Macclesfield. They like to give, I suppose, young coaches or whatever a chance. And obviously, so Campbell's gone in there, turned it around last season. We're looking at one point, they were looking to heading back to the conference, or National League, or whatever you call it now. And he's, he's, doing, a, he's doing a good job there. I think he'll keep him up again. Yeah, well. Yeah, I think they will as well. I think he will. I think looking at the results, Josh, another unhappy ship is probably Bradford. Uh, two draws, <laughs> not very good draws in that in terms of the way that they played. Apparently, I've watched the highlights, and I know it's only the highlights, but it didn't look good. Well, I'm beating start. No, that's the only really real positive you can take from them. Um, I, I, I throw into that Mansfield as well. Who you'd probably think could be up there. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it's it's going to be an interesting one with Bradford, I think, this year because you don't because they went down with a bit of a whimper um, last year. They've got Oldham at home next, so you'd think that that's their chance to pick up a win. Definitely. Um, and if they don't, then I'd probably there'd be alarm bells starting to ring in the distance. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Or Oldham again. That's, that's that's another club, isn't it? Yeah. Um, you just you just look at the gone left field appointment in this. Lauren Benito. Yeah, I think they've lost the first two games as well, haven't they? Obviously, they lost yeah, on. They, have, yeah. they lost on Saturday. They just had a lot of plays from abroad, really. The one yeah, but... guy, uh, Misilu, I think his name is, he's doing quite yeah. well. Apart from yeah, that. He scored, didn't he, against Crew, But, he's, yeah, it's just very strange at Oldham. Very flat. They'll yeah, pick yeah. up. club that's very flat. They'll pick up, though. Do you think? Yeah, there's no... No, Old, Oldham won't... There won't be anywhere near Oldham, I don't think. I don't know. I see Titson left to go down. I Titson yeah. to go down at Oldham. <laughs> it, could, it could be Notts County situation. It could, yeah. When well, there's some rotten in the club, like yeah. I don't know if it's yeah. not as like rotten as county. what it. Yeah, but it, I don't get the sense it's as rotten as what county were. I mean, that were right through the club at county. Wasn't They're it? still continuing at county. They've had a really poor. Start. Yeah, uh, they've got the, they've got the owners, the new owners though now, haven't they? They have, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But yeah. this foreign invested, didn't they? Oh. Don't think yeah. had the money that he said he did. Uh, I think there was unpaid wages, um, the post-school situation because he was saying there was stuff not right there. They were getting interference um, from board level. So, so again, it's just a club that something is just not quite right at the minute. Maybe London fans can tell us on Twitter what what they yeah. think. The three Lancashire clubs: uh, Bury, Oldham, and Rochdale. <laughs> They're always steady ships out there. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love it one season where we could just say, yes, it's going to be a very happy season for them three clubs, financially off the pitch and uh, <laughs> football-wise on the pitch. But that's never going to happen at all. So we, we, we could see all of them as the first Premier League club to be in non-league. Could be. Yeah. It could, it could happen. Yeah. 
Yeah. Would they be the first? Yeah. I think, as far as I'm aware. County were never in Prem, were they? No, they were a season now, I think, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah, they got they got the first division, but it was like I think it was a year before the Premier League started, I think. But yeah. I don't think. I mean, League so League Two now you've got teams, Swindon, um, Bradford, and, and Oldham. Um, obviously, it's been Blackpool and Portsmouth, but I think yeah. for, I think League Two is the furthest down. Um, anyone's gone? I mean, you remember? I don't know if Grimsby Wimbledon? were quite close to the Prem. I mean, you, no Wimbledon. I mean, it's Newco Wimbledon, isn't it? It's a different club. Yeah. 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 Um, And just top top of League Two, we've got three teams that have got 100% records. Plymouth, Swindon next to, I think a lot of us said we think would be up there anyway at the end of the season. Um, Grimmins before Green and Walsall all on four points as well. Yep. Um, So we mentioned earlier that we'll go back to that whole whole Reading game. because of, of a bizarre story, which I didn't pick up on on, on the day, but um, I've just yeah, I read about it, it, and it's just it's just odd. An undercover security odd. guard, undercover security yeah. guard, approached a whole fan um, as part of spot checks into unauthorized data gathering. What? Ba- basically, this 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 unauthorized data gathering is basically. Um, betting companies, you know the betting play. You know they watch yeah. the betting play, and it says attack, defense, stuff like that. That's what it. That's what it is. And by the sounds of it, this is what the security guard thought this guy was doing when he was actually texting. He said he was texting his, I think it was dad or somebody like that, about updates of the game. They thought he was doing this unauthorized uh, data gathering. Um, which, well, what ma- what as makes far as I'm unauthorized. A- you can't sit in because the crowd he's not got media accreditation, I think. Yeah, yeah. Have, I think you have to have a media accreditation. I think. Um, I think, <laughs> as far as I'm aware, a couple of companies doing for like all of them, if you know what I mean, doing for all, all the betting companies. They all they all go through, you know, one company who have data gatherers, and that's how they do it. Um, it seems to be a little bit on the increase now, perhaps at this unauthorized data gathering uh, matches. I, I, I thought it was scout police. Is it? <laughs> it was just a scout. Um, Believe me, Josh. Some of the games they just put you in with the crowd. <laughs> you think you go to the game and they actually sit you in. They actually put you in the middle of the crowd and it's quite funny. I used to love it at town where they used to cone you off. Like you, you weren't allowed to like. Yeah. If you took, if you touched anybody else, it were like you were an alien. I. I I, I, I went to a Chesterfield game last season and obviously Chesterfield would be the next stadium um, mm. and I was thinking oh it'll be alright I'll probably be in the director's bit because I've been to like Morecambe uh, at Scunthorpe and they put us in like director's box a little bit which is quite nice I get to Chesterfield and they put me in with the fans so just like fans <laughs> like talking to me going like who are you looking at you know oh he's shit he's shit he's shit and obviously it was uh, it was um, Martin Allen there at the time as well and this just hated Martin Allen. His football, he was awful. The game was awful. It was Chesterfield versus Dover. And it's probably the worst football match I've ever been to in my life. It was absolutely awful. But that was how the game was talking to the fans. That was the you best bit about it. You picked a few gems out, did you? I see, there was nothing there that day. Absolutely <laughs> nothing. Absolutely nothing. That, that was how I like, just talking to the fans, you know, like looking what we're writing down. Josh, how cool would it be, right, if Sean 
picked out the next Jamie Vardy. Verona. It would be a good one. That'd be tough. Yeah, but if you did it, mate, and you got a lot of money for him, you could take us on a Talk72 podcast uh, trip to Ibiza or something. That'd be it. Uh, we'd, we'd be going, no, we'd be going to Vegas, Steve. We'd be going to Vegas. Vegas? We'd be going to Vegas. That's where we're going. So oh, I can spend, spend a shitload of money I ain't got and come on potless. <laughs> That's where the betting, the betting companies, you know, that's what they're doing. <laughs> it's the influence, it's already taking hold. Just walk into yeah. the thing and just walk into one of like big cashiers in Vegas and you start pulling out fruities and somebody comes up, hey man, where did you come from? I come from Yorkshire. Oh, yeah. What do you do for a job? Oh, I do scouting. All right, that's cool. Yeah, I picked out the next Jamie Vardy. He's now playing for Scotland. And that's Steve isolating <laughs> any listeners we had in the United States there. <laughs> so, um, obviously we've had... <laughs> Next week on Talk 72 Podcast Down Under. <laughs> oh, God. I think it should be a special segment, Steve alienating the, co- alienating <laughs> the country, part one. Sure? So we'll just go through the countries, yeah, of, the, let's go through the countries of the world. So, oh, we're doing America this week, Steve. Who's next week? Who's next week on the list to alienate? Mexico. Mexico. There we go. Steve does Mexico. Chicorito. Get a, bo- get a bottle of te- tequila, Steve. Desperado. Desperados. Right, just carry um, on. You're leading. So, yeah, obviously, we've get control. Like- <laughs> The latest in the um, the gambling situation, obviously following on from last week and Wayne Rooney's 32 red situation. Um, what, what's going to happen next week? That's just where it seems to be going at the moment with all the gambling. I, 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 coming home the other day, um, there was a, there was a, a young fan who, who had an Everton shirt on and they, they've obviously sponsored by a betting company. They didn't have that betting company on the fan shirt. I think they're probably the highest profile club that is sponsored by a betting company, probably, um, in this country. I don't think any of the top six are. Um, but yeah. is that going to, is that if, you know, there's a load and a load and load of, of um, teams now sponsored by betting companies. Is that the way it's going to go in, in, you know, I know other people don't have a sponsor on their shirt, but. No, but I think this last, year. Like last, last year, you're, you're Sponsor was whether they were a betting company. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah they was, were. Was yeah. that on the yeah. kids' shirts or not? If you, no, I, don't know if I, I, I don't believe it was. No, no. So I know it's not a West Ham either. But it, 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 it is. I think it's going a bit too far now. To, to, on a serious subject, it is going too far. I mean, there's been some massive, massive betting football stories this yep. season. Us, obviously, Stoke. Uh, the um, the stuff with Rooney and Derby, and I just think there's there's gonna be there's gonna be one case that comes up and it's just gonna blow up in football's face uh, with the gambling, and it it does seriously. I know that um, they brought in was it last season or the season before where on TV they had to stop betting adverts at a certain point, but. Even that, I mean, that's not really, in in the grand scheme of things, that's not really doing a lot, is it, to be quite honest? You have it just before the games now as well, don't you? And Martin Tiger goes, and it's yeah. live, and then it just flashes up what the latest odds are. Yeah. Um, but it's not just Sky, on every every channel, yep. bar, bar but BBC, but um, 
Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know if you... Well, you know, you know, I just see last night that they were just a Lincoln game. Uh, one stand was closed and it had the Paddy Power logo yeah. Yeah. on the stand mm-hmm. and then behind the goal it had another Paddy, Paddy Power logo as well. Yep. And as we were just saying, as, as Steve's saying, it's, it's going too far now and obviously, Justin said about the Rooney situation, I believe that, that better company that sponsored Derby, I think they're paying half his wages out. That's how they get in around it. Because they're going to be paying him around hundred thousand pounds a week. It's where's he going to end? I mean, I don't know if you saw the panorama on Monday night. That was about betting and 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 the stuff that betting companies do. There was a a, a guy on there who'd stole the money um, from from his employers and things like that. And um, he was he was spending like hundreds of thousands of pounds. The betting companies were offering like VIP tickets, like Ascot, and paying him for go to box at Wembley just to try and keep him, you know, gambling. Like offering yeah. like free incentives and things like that. It's like how, you know, that's a diff- obviously a different topic. But how far does it go? You know, obviously it seems like obviously football's in, in, intertwined now with gambling. Just said it's yeah. everywhere. Adverts, it's just everywhere now for every game on Sky, ITV, whatever. It's just everywhere. And it, it's like the uh, the e football thing with it. You know, the chairs at Wembley. Yeah. Isn't that, isn't that like a betting competition now? I know that it, you might not have to pay money, but it's it's still a form of gambling, in a way. To it's still a competition type thing, and it's like we're obsessed with. Right, you pay fifty p on this. You've got accumulators going here, there, and everywhere. There's hundreds of millions of pounds every weekend spent on. Betting, people losing money, and it, it does. It, I think football needs to take a serious look at the way it peddles uh, gambling addictions. Yeah, I mean, you look look at the players back in the nineties. Um, Paul Merson and Tony Adams were the most high profile. If imagine if they were still playing now. Yeah. 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 How absolutely. Gaza. Gaza. Yeah. Keith Gillespie uh, as well. Yeah. Yeah. Keith Gillespie had a really bad. Um, Gambling habit is made to, as you say, Paul Merson, but um, they they did it with alcohol. I remember, I remember when True. Premier League yeah. first started, a lot of, a lot of clubs are sponsored by alcohol, and that yeah. seems to have faded away now. They seem to stop that, whether that's government pressure or what, I don't know, but something needs to be stepped in about this gambling because it's yeah. getting out of hand now. A lot of football clubs used to be sponsored by uh, cigarette and cigar companies. Um Mm-hmm. In the early uh, 80s and, and back into the 70s. And they stopped all that as well. Um, so maybe, I don't know whether it needs to come from the government or the governing bodies of football. FIFA have got bigger fish to fry, obviously, like, for instance, goalkeepers coming off the line. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, compared to gambling issues, you know, that's a massive issue. Or, you know, what colour a footballer can wear on his socks. Um <laughs> has to be the same as the, yeah, as the yeah, club. Exactly. You know, so yeah, it just needs sorting out, really. Um, that's my view on it. Nice yeah. shirt there on the wall, Sean. Lovely shirt. Oh, cheers, thank you. It's uh, and Andy, Andy, I think it, Andy Booth or that thing. By the way, Andy play play one shirt. Has, has Northampton ever had a betting company? I don't think we have. No, we've been um, the uni for the past six, seven years probably now. 
Um, before that was Jackson Grundy, which is a, a local estate agent. Um, before that, we had we've had Nationwide. Um, I think that was directly before Jackson Grundy. There might be one in between. Um, we had Lotto, the, the boot manufacturer, so or, or the manufacturer. I don't think we've ever had a betting company. It'd be interesting to see how many actual football league clubs have never had a betting sponsor. I bet yeah, it would be. Yeah. I bet there's not many. There'll be a few, yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, That's Nathan Project when he's back. <laughs> yeah, when he's back. Yeah, I want to see if we have one between Nationwide and Jackson Grundy. We probably did. I just can't remember who it was. But it was when we changed our logo for a bit. Mm. Um, no, we didn't. We went straight from Nationwide to Jackson Grundy. Yeah, I've had the uni since 2013. Um, before Nationwide, we had EBS, which isn't a betting company. Um, but that, I think that's like a, a boiler company or something like that. Should have had the boiler man as your uh, mascot, if that was the case. <laughs> Is it EBS mobile phones, maybe? I don't know. Um, yeah, and then we had Lotto. We had the Chronicle and Echo before that, which is our local paper. Northampton uh, Town, a sensible club. Costain Homes. Yeah, yeah. we've never had a betting company or a drink company or anything, I don't think. So, yeah, um, what's that betting? Bad. What are we moving on to next? Uh, quiz. Um, so I've got a little one this week, which is in the same sort of format as the starting 11 one we did, in which you'll take turns to get get a name, basically. But it's not starting 11. It is This one was based on a deadline day movers quiz. Um, All right. So it's not it, Connect either, then, no? No, it's not Connect, no. Um, you have to basically name... Every manager this is this player has played under since oh, 2010. Um, wow. And I've, I mean, I've got five names here. Um, we'll just do one for the time being. Um, Steve, do you want to pick a, a number between one and five? Yeah, six. Uh, no, oh, okay. three. 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 Okay. Well, in fairness, this is the shortest one. Um, so Charlie Mulgrew moved from. Blackburn to Wigan on deadline day. He, since 2010, has played under seven different managers. Right, okay. Um, so do we take turns in naming or is yeah, it me on my own? No, you take turns in naming. All right, okay. Uh, so yeah, if you want to go. Steve Keane? Uh, no, he's not played under Steve Keane. Um, so Sean can win. <laughs> There's anyone that Charlie Mulgrew's played under in the past nine years. Uh, is that any any club? Any club? Any club? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Gordon Strachan, because I think he was held to. Um. No. Is it for me? Didn't play under Gordon Strachan at Celtic um, he... either. Yeah, back to, you, back to you, Stephen. You've, you've got a full, full range. Uh, Neil Lennon. Yes, he played under Neil Lennon. Thank at God. Uh, Sean. Uh, number two. <laughs> um, I know, still on Charlie Mulgrew. No, it's all right. Sorry. 
Oh, yeah, uh, I thought Steve would right. won. So, 10 will grow. Um, 20 Mowbray? Yeah, playing Tony Mowbray at Blackburn. I'll give you a hint as well. Um, he's He's got a new manager now. So now he's moved. Well, where's he moved to? I told you that at the start. So. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, God. Is he Wigan he moved to? It might have been. It might not have been. Paul Cook at Wigan. Yeah, it's Paul Cook, yeah. Crusty the Pie. Yeah. No, Crusty. Have we not talked about Crusty the Pie? That needs to be a topic for maybe next week. Best mascots in the Football League. I wonder if he's got Chicken Bolty in him. Um, (laughs) That's another thing from last week as well, the the terrible cup names. Um, the, The Scottish Challenge Cup this year is the Tonics Caramel Wafer Cup. Which is, oh, I say terrible, wow. it's brilliant. It's a great name. Um, Sean, there's four more managers to get for Charlie Mulgrew. Charlie Mulgrew. Uh, right. Charlie Mulgrew. Um, Blackburn. Who's, who's at Blackburn for Mulgrew? Gary Boyer. No. No. Yay. He didn't play in the game, but um, he did play into one more Blackburn manager, um, and it was the manager that actually signed him for Blackburn, and that is Owen Coyle. Owen Coyle. Um, he did actually play under Brendan Rodgers at Celtic as well. Right. Um, and then before Celtic, do you know where he was before Celtic? Motherwell. Aberdeen. He was at Aberdeen, yeah. Um, do you know who he would have? He played under. I mean, he left Celtic. He left for Celtic in 2010, but he still played with two. Aberdeen managers that year. Um, do you know who, who they would have been? Yeah, both for Fergie, Aberdeen in 2010. <laughs> uh, I don't know. No idea. No. Nah. Um, played under Craig Brown. Right, I don't know. Um, and they played oh. under Mark, Mark McGee, Aberdeen yeah. as well. No. Nah. So those ones. Well, I mean, there is there is a couple of former town players on it. We'll go to we'll go to them towards the end of the uh, okay. podcast as well. Uh, so we'll do an, an EFL round of the first round of the EFL Cup. Do we have to? Uh, I mean, mate, <laughs> we both do lost. We so, have to? Uh, I'm afraid both of our teams are out. Um, well, I mean, we we lost to Swansea away, which is respectable for a League Two club. Huddersfield yes. didn't. Yeah. Um, yeah. You both of you were at the game last night. How was it? <laughs> uh, for, 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 for undescribable broadcasting terms, we will have to move on. <laughs> no, it was well. Sean, you go first, and then I'll go second. Uh, what can I say? I think the performance is just pathetic. It really was uh, from Good start day. to finish. Um, the first half didn't get going at all until towards the end we started moving a little bit started showing a bit more enthusiasm a bit of energy um, and then the second half in fact for the first 20-25 minutes Lincoln were on top of the game and should have really scored if it wasn't for Rance Gofield the, the scoreline would have been much worse last night because it made he made two or three good saves and then Lincoln got in front and I just thought what do you feel like going to get back in this and they never did uh, Siva made the subs far too late in my opinion the substitutions um, and it was just I mean there was only three stands open last night 
So the atmosphere, the crowd was low, so the atmosphere was very flat. It was only the Lincoln fans that were making the noise. It was just very, very awful, really. And it was turning toxic towards the end. The fans were starting to have a go at Seavert. And apparently there was an altercation at the end. I don't know if that's true or not between Seavert and the fans. And then uh, the chairman for Hodgkinson, uh, he was on his phone, wasn't he? That's and that was reported in the media. He was on the oh, phone yeah. for quite some time. And he didn't and Sievert didn't come out for ages to talk to the press, so and was making speculation with his gone, but he's on Boratine, I'm afraid, Jan Sievert. I think it was his field. About you, Steve. Yeah, well I was there afterwards in the press gang waiting for Jan Sievert to come out. Um we got down to the tunnel area about ten minutes after the full time whistle. We saw him walking down the tunnel. Um, all the crowd had gone by this point. He normally takes around about half an hour to come out, which is sort of normal. After half an hour, we give it another 10 minutes and thought, OK, this is getting a bit strange now. Uh, we saw Town's internal media team running about here, there and everywhere. Um, the main guy was talking to uh, the CEO of the club, uh, Julian Winter. Uh, Phil Hodgkinson was marching up and down um, the sort of side of the uh, one of the stands uh, on his phone and he was on his phone from the full time whistle till about five minutes before Jan Sievert came out and that was an hour uh, after the full time whistle um, um, uh, to be honest everybody that was there thought he'd been sacked right there and then after the game the BBC Radio Leeds guys the paper guys, me, other media, the national media, all thought they'd been sacked. And we expected a statement to come from the head of communications at town. Jan walked out. There were some pretty uh, straight questions asked to him. said, Have you, are you going to be sacked? Do you fear for your job? He went, no. I had a very good conversation with the chairman uh, after the QPR game. Um, he was also asked, do you fear for your job? Would you? Do you think you should resign? He went no to both of them. Uh, and just going on the game, I mean, I know that the, the, there were some young lads in there and the new signing, Dries Brown and Josh Garoba played, uh, as well as Trevor Chalabar. But it was just, well, I, I mean, I don't know what you think, Sean, but it was the worst performance I've seen since the Chris Powell days. The worst performance. It, it was. That it was. Bad. Yeah, it was, it was. It was a really bad performance. I know there were ten changes. Um, I don't. Yeah, yeah, but Sean, I mean, even then, even with ten changes, and I know they're yeah. young lads, but you've got to show summer. I mean, that were their chance yeah. to sort of, you know, even the experienced yeah. lads on the pitch were poor, weren't they? Yeah, everyone was poor, apart from Ryan Scofford last night. That was the goalkeeper. Um, yeah. But they, they, they were, like we were saying. You know, they give like they didn't have a chance. The new signings as well. You'd expect some enthusiasm, and they're nothing there. They were nothing there from any player last night. Not outfield I, player anyway. Apart I from Van Lepara came on, and that was yeah. it. Yeah, but I, I mean, I personally think if he doesn't win against Fulham, or he's maybe got three games to go, uh, he'll be gone. Fulham live on Sky as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, could. Uh, that is obviously going to be increased pressure on him in front of a, a watching audience at home. Um, Fulham 
coming into it off the back of a, a, a good win at the weekend. Um, obviously, both did you beat Fulham at home last year? Yeah, we did. did. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Yeah, it was only yeah. our. Uh, we beat Wolves twice and Fulham at home. Oh, Fulham was your first win, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah. And that was oh, that, that was a terrible game. It was. Yeah, it was awful. Terrible game that was. Jesus I'm, I'll I'll predict now, and I and I know that there'll be many changes on Friday again, but if we play as bad as what we did against Lincoln, it will be six or seven. No. Definitely. Mm. I think we'll lose. I don't think we'll lose by that scoreline. But to play like they did on, yeah, on, I, on Tuesday, I, Sean, we will. I, I, the players, they don't look to be playing for him. No, they so. don't. No. If if he goes, would you think you'd go down that same route again of hiring a, a German from no. Borussia's second team? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think he will. I think it looked it'll. Because it's obviously a new chairman. He wanted to yeah. stamp his own authority. Um, this guy, but I don't know who he, I don't know who we get. I don't. People keep mentioning Chris Hewton. I don't think that'll happen. Him, Sean. Him. Nah, that won't happen. And I've probably, I probably wouldn't mate. be surprised. I won't be surprised to see the coach Mark Mark Hudson get the job. To be honest, yep. he's well Mark thought Hudson. of in the club. Yep. He has he has been for a while. Um, he's been there since the Wagner days. Been as a coach. He's still a coach there now, so I won't be surprised to get him. But it it won't be it won't be a top manager. It won't be someone like Chris Hewton or Djokovic. I know he's got another club now, but you know somebody of that ilk. It won't be someone like that. I'd like Chris Hewton. Chris Hewton will be my choice, but we can't afford him. Um, and and I mean I like Mark. I do. I think he's done a great job with the youngsters uh, since he's been at the club. But he's just not the right man. He's he's at this moment in time we need. Sorry to say, but a Chris Powell-esque steady manager coming in. We do. That's what we need. We need somebody who will come in and kick a few asses. Um, we're going on to the rest of the uh, EFL Cup <laughs> yeah, results from, uh, from yesterday. Um, Sutherland got their first win of the season. They beat Accrington Stanley by three goals to one. Carlisle got a very impressive win last night away at uh, Barnsley. Oakwell, three goals to nil. Uh, Blackburn took a 95th or two injury time goals actually to beat Oldham 3-2 um, Blackpool lost on penalties to Macclesfield another upset there Preston made light work of Bradford following them from their 3-0 winning it's Wigan they beat them 4-0 Grimsby beat Doncaster by Goldham another upset there we've obviously mentioned Huddersfield Lincoln Morecambe beat Mansfield um, and there was another 2-2 who have another half <laughs> um, they realised that um, yeah so Morecambe Ransville drew 2-2 for the second time in space of three days but Morecambe won on penalties um, Middlesbrough 2 Crew 2 obviously that was a, not a great result for Middlesbrough they were 2-0 down and still lost on penalties anyway when they did come back Forest beat Fleetwood by Golden Hill um, Port Vale lost 2-1 home to Burton Albion Bolton put in a, another good fight but eventually lost 5-2 to Rochdale Leeds, um, I don't know if, I mean, you wouldn't have watched this, would you? Leeds beat Salford 3 0. Um, that was on Sky, but from what I saw, it was quite easy for Leeds. Um, Derby beat Scumfort by a goal to nil. Obviously, Sheffield Wednesday didn't play Berry. Rotherham, very impressive performance against Shrewsbury, winning 4 0. Um, Hull beat Tranmere 3 0. And Stoke beat Wigan by a goal to nil. Wimbledon and MK Dons, uh, MK Dons, that was 2 2, but MK won on penalties. Um, K 
Cambridge beat Brentford on penalties after a one-all draw. Bristol Rovers beat Cheltenham by three goals to nil. Uh, Forest Green beat Charlton on penalties after a draw at the Valley. Good result for them. Colchester beat Swindon by three. There were so many games. Colchester beat Swindon by three <laughs> goals to nil. Coventry beat Exeter 4-1. Um, Newport beat Gillingham on penalties after a two-all draw. Luton beat Ipswich. That's a good result, but they're in a higher league. Oxford beat... That, hold on. Did that Oxford beat Peterborough won it again? Brannigan scored again? That's stage of vu. Um, Plymouth beat Leighton Orient 2-0. QPR beat Bristol City um, on penalties after a three-all draw. Southend beat Steamage 2-1. Swansea beat Northampton 3-1 after we took the lead. Uh, Crawley beat Walsall 3-2 away. Reading beat Wickham on penalties. George Kruska scoring. And West Brom lost to Millwall after their draw at the weekend to the same opposition, which apparently happened again. Um <laughs> So a fair few upsets there. Um, let's have a look. Uh, yeah, Middlesbrough, bad, bad, bad start continuing there for them. Um, against Crew, Barnsley, it's a bit of a surprise result to lose yeah. to Carlisle. Um, I don't know what kind of team they played. Let me have a look. I'm assuming it was first first team. I'm surprised Jack Bridge scored uh, or took a penalty for Carlisle because he didn't really do that for us. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's first first team for Barnsley. I mean, yeah, shock result that. Yeah, that is a um, result. At home as well. Yeah. You know, to to lose that scoreline at home to a League Two time, that, that's in, not good. But Macclesfield won again, didn't they? Beat Blackpool. Beat Blackpool. Yeah, that's a good result for them. Absolutely. Take you quid in the costas for him. Yeah, taking momentum into the weekend against... Uh, let me just check. Oh, wait, they've got us. Um, <laughs> Cambridge beating uh, Brentford as well. That's, it was a Brentford team to sort of mismatch in a way. It wasn't their first choice team, but yeah. um, still good result for Cambridge, for got sure. Colchester becoming this season's cup side. Yeah. They certainly yeah, are. Swindon. Um, and now we'll just go through the draw of the next round. Um, obviously, Prem teams enter. So the southern section, I don't know why it's divided up, but southern section, we've got Plymouth against Reading, which could be an upset there for sure, I think. Yep. Um, Crawley against Norwich. Crawley have started well. Um, obviously, Norwich didn't against Liverpool. But you, tough you trip, that. Uh, a tough trip for Norwich, yeah. Uh, I think there's five League Two versus Prem teams, so it'll be a good showcase for them. Um, another one here, Newport against West Ham. Obviously, Newport, a couple of cup exploits last year. Uh, could could get another one. Oxford, Millwall. Um, again, could happen. Watford, Coventry. I think, didn't Watford lose in the FA Cup last year to a lower division team? I've got a feeling, I don't know. Yeah. I think they beat they beat Woking and then they I've got to find someone that'll turn out, I can't remember. No, they got some Watson, they got some they got the final. final. Yeah, what on about? <laughs> um, <laughs> Come on, Josh, that big brainy was working overtime. Uh, I know. Uh, Swansea host Cambridge, Cardiff have got Luton, um Bristol Rovers against Brighton. Could see some of there, but Brighton were impressive at the weekend. Palace at home to Colchester, um, Fulham, Southampton, Bournemouth, Forest Green. I think will be an interesting one. 
Um, South End, MK Dons and QPR Portsmouth. That completes the southern section. Northern section, we've got Crew against Aston Villa in the Ashley Westwood derby. We've got <laughs> L- uh, Lincoln. Um, very good to go to them at home to Everton. Um, Leeds, Stoke, Sheffield United, Blackburn. Rotherham will take on Sheffield Wednesday or Bury. Um, probably Sheffield Wednesday. Uh, Newcastle against Leicester. Um, Burton against Morecambe. Burnley, Sunderland. Which will be interesting, I think, as a matchup, see how Sunderland do actually do against a Prem club. Um, the TV game, probably Nottingham Forest against Derby. Um, yeah. Grimsby, Macclesfield, Preston Hull, and Rochdale Carlisle, which will obviously be the other TV game. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so, yeah, there's a chance for some for some clubs to cause upsets for sure there. Considering we saw a few yesterday. I, I think Bournemouth it, Forest Green could be definitely another upset to be to be honest. Yeah, I, I agree. Completely agree. Um we'll just see what's coming up at the weekend. We've obviously mentioned Pardon me. Um that's for Fulham's on the Friday. And you're expecting a seven 0 win for Fulham. <laughs> well I am. Sure, Sean's more confident he's going six now. Uh, <laughs> in the championship, we've got Barnsley against Charlton. Uh, we've got Blackburn, Millsborough, we've got Brentford, Hull. See if there's anyone um, texting there. Bristol City take on QPR. <laughs> Luton, West Brom. Luton, I think Luton will win that. Millwall, Sheffield Wednesday. Forest, Birmingham. Stoke, Derby. Swansea, Preston and Wigan, Leeds. It'll be the first game for Leeds. It's not on Sky. Come on, Christy. <laughs> um, and the championship on Sunday, it's Reading against Cardiff. So the dullest game of the weekend. <laughs> the dullest game of the weekend. The drawing <laughs> biggest crowd. Um, what have we got in League One? We've got an early kickoff in League One. That's what we've got. Sunderland, Portsmouth, half twelve. Uh, Wickham take not Wickham. Wimbledon take on Ackridge and Stanley. Blackpool, Oxford, Burton, Rotherham. Um, Berry's match against Gillingham's postponed. Coventry take on Bristol Rovers. Doncaster will play Fleetwood. Lincoln take on Southend. Peterborough. Ipswich, Shrewsbury, Rockdale, Derby. Peter Birch, isn't it? Is that a Derby? Would you class that as a Derby? <laughs> a bit. <laughs> Peterborough, Ipswich. It's not the biggest Derby. Nah. Oh, no. Oh, it's bigger than Manchester City Derby, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Drawing crowds in there of about three and every man and his dog. Um, Shrewsbury, Rochdale, Tramere Bowl, and then, then the Buckinghamshire derby of Wickham versus MK Dons. Oh, you talk about derbies. That's that's a, that's the biggest one. <laughs> um, and then League Two at the weekend, we have got oh what a derby! Bradford versus Oldham. It's all up north. Carlisle, <laughs> uh, Colchester United. It's the it's the U's versus the U's as I take on Cambridge United. Oh, Crew Alexandra. Crew Alexandra against Walsall. It's uh, someone's losing the hundred percent record as Exeter take on Swindon. Forest Green Rovers <laughs> take on uh, an impressive start for Grimsby Town. Leighton Orient will hope to pile the misery on Stevenage. Morecambe against Cheltenham in a battle of... Oh, God, they're still in League Two. Newport. <laughs> what could happen there? Goals, hopefully. Northampton Town will be looking for their first win of the season. And will we get it? No, I can tell you now. Uh, as we host Macclesfield Town. Salford City, welcome to League Two. Port Vale, await you. And to round off League Two... <laughs> Team bottom of the EFL, they take on Crawley at home in a probably another defeat. 
And that's what we've got to look forward to in League 2. So welcome to Steel Stats. Hold on a minute, you're not Rory. I'm a very, a very big Yorkshireman. Um, Rory's not a big Yorkshireman. He's still a Yorkshireman, but he's not big. Anyway. He's German. He's German, yeah. In the Championship... Uh, Conor Gallagher scored his first senior goal in Chowton Athletic's 3-1 home victory against Stoke City after signing on loan from Chelsea. Blackburn Rovers have lost their opening two fixtures for just the second time in three seasons as they suffered a 2-0 home defeat to Fulham at Craven Cottage. Home defeat away at Craven Cottage. <laughs> away at Craven Cottage. It, uh, and I've got still stats up as well. It doesn't say um, home defeat. That was just Steve. Yeah, uh, sorry. Uh, Grant, uh, Grant Hall scored his first goal since April 2016, a 1-1 home draw against Reading, after snatching a point against Huddersfield Town by the same scoreline at the newly named Cayenne Prince Foundation Stadium. League One, Bolton Wanderers fielded their youngest ever side, average of just 19 years of age, as they held Coventry City to a goalless draw at the University of Bolton Stadium. The Trotters also hadn't fielded a single senior player in the starting eleven. Nathan Broadhead scored his first senior goal on his full-league debut after inspiring Burton Albion to a comeback 2-1 victory at Gillingham. League 2, Crawley Town have... <laughs> League 2... Crawley Town had 30 shots in total as they beat Salford City 2-0. That's an op- what? That's an opportunity every three minutes. Macclesfield Town, Macclesfield Town's three new signings: Theo Archibald, Paddy Guzebo, uh, or Se- oh god, that's so badly wrong. Right. <laughs> Paddy Osadebi. Yeah, Paddy Osadebi and Theo Vassell all scored. <laughs> all scored in the three-nil home win over Leighton Orient. That was hashtag Steel Stats. Thank you, Steve. Oh, but you know what? Should we just do a preview of the midweek games next week? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Tuesday. What's happening Tuesday? What can we tell you? Birmingham City, they take on Barnsley. Derby County against Bristol City. It's Hull versus Blackburn. Is that a Tom Kearney derby? No, I think it is. <laughs> they will face Wigan Athletic. And Sheffield Wednesday. Yes. Yes, they're against Luton Town. That's the Jacob Butterfield derby. Jacob Butterfield derby. Jacob uh, Butterfield derby. League One, we've got Accrington Shrewsbury, we've got Bristol Rovers, Tramway Rovers in a Rovers derby, Fleetwood against Wickham, Gillingham Blackpool, no, no uh, Suffolk derby, Ipswich <laughs> on AFC Wimbledon, MK Dons face Lincoln, uh, Oxford against Burton Albion, Portsmouth Carvener, yes, we both wear blue, uh, Roxdale Sunderland, I get it, I get it, Southend against probably postponed, yeah, Rovenberry, postponed derby. The postponed derby. Bolton <laughs> Doncaster is an eight o'clock kickoff. League two: Cambridge United against Scunthorpe United, Cheltenham Town against Carlisle United, Crawley Town against Crewe Alexandria, Grimsby Town versus Colchester United, Macclesfield Town against Morecambe, Mansfield Town against Lake Norwegian, Oldham Athletic against Exeter City, Plymouth versus Salford City, Port Vale versus Forest Green Rovers, Stevenage against Bradford, Swindon against Northampton in the Mark Richards derby, and Walsall against Newport County. 
Sky Sports, there's your next presenter. <sighs> Wednesday in the Championship is Cardiff against Huddersfield. Forest, <laughs> Fulham Mill, Leeds, Brentford, PNE, Stoke, QPR, Swansea, and West Brom against Reading. That must be a derby for somebody. Um, West Brom v Reading. It's got to be. Someone's got to play for those two mediocre teams. Chris Brunt. Uh, <laughs> West Brom, Reading. No, Chris Munson never been at Reading. Um, um, Jason Roberts. Jason yes. West Brom, Reading. The, the Jason Roberts derby. We never <laughs> we needed it, but we've got it. <laughs> uh, right, we've, we've just got time to do another one of the quiz. I'll do a town player, um, just so you've got some hope. <laughs> um, uh, Sean, pick a number between one and three. One and three. Yeah. Two. Two, okay. It's a guy who, when I was doing this quiz, forgot actually played for Huddersfield Town. It's Jamie Patterson. Oh, God. Good, good old Jamie. So, yeah, just name uh, managers he's played under since 2010. He's played for nine different managers. Chris Powell. He definitely did. Yep. Steve? Uh, Wagner. Yeah, played under Wagner too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Lee Johnson. Certainly did. Uh, certainly did. Yeah. Billy Davis. Yeah, certainly did. Oh, look at that pulling that. Uh, oh, where's he been at now? There's nine uh, different Walsall. managers and seven of them are at Forest. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Um, Steve Davis. McLaren. No, we didn't play under Steve McLaren. Oh. Steve can can nick it. Stuart Pierce. He did. He played in Stuart Pierce at Forest. Um, he also played under Forest Dougie Friedman. Yeah. Um, he's now playing under Philip Koku at Derby. Um, and then he played under two different managers at Walsall. If you want to have a guess at those. Hmm. Slade. No. Dean Smith? Yeah, Blender Dean Smith. Oh, yeah. And um, it's just a question of who can remember who was Walsall manager before Dean Smith. Yeah. Um, it wasn't Dean Keats. No, he was, he was sacked no. last year, wasn't he? Oh, right. And, um, I won't yeah. get it. No, no it was, I'm lost um, that one. Chris Hutchins. Chris Hutchins. Wow. Yeah. That Could great Walsall manager that won a lot of trophies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've got a couple more if you want to go through them. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's crack on. Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 on. I'll, I'll just give you one. Um, Izzy Brown. Is Since my, 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 my yeah. Yeah. It's all right. He's got he's got Wagner. No. Uh, <laughs> You Man just uh, 2010, but I'll tell you, he's made, he made his personal debut, I think, in 2013. So. Bielsa. Yep. And he played one, one league game for Leeds last year. Yep. Oh, um, he plays for Rotherham. Who's the manager there now? Who's at Rotherham? I know it. Oh. If, you, if you don't get it, I win. <laughs> is it Kenny, is it Kenny Jacket? No. He played under Kenny Jacket, yeah? Yeah. He played under Kenny Jacket. Well, he's not the man there now. The man there now is Mr. Paul Warren, the ex-physio. Oh, 
Yeah, he's the Rotherham manager now, but he didn't play under him. No way. Shut up. No way. Get lost. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I must stress, he didn't play under him when he was a, a permanent manager. Oh, Rob. so he did then? He played under him as a caretaker. You can have another yes. go. Yeah, but he, he played under him as a caretaker manager. Is it my go again then? Yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> Who else did he play for? Um, uh, you've got six more to get. Did these uh, include Chelsea managers? Uh, yeah, if if he played for Chelsea. I don't know if he did though. Um. Oh, Chris Hewitt. Yeah, we'll, Chris we'll do a free fall, Steve. <laughs> you playing with Chris Hewitt, you? Well, 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 Sean, you pushed in then. That's all right. Um, <laughs> it's, just, it's, just, it's just both of you working sorry. together. Sorry, oh, always sorry. No, he's he ain't played under sorry. Yeah. Mourinho. Yeah, he played under Mourinho. Wow. Made. I believe. Made I one. Believe. He, I believe he played for West Brom as well. One game. I can tell you oh, he did. Uh, Mo. What's no. his name? No, it wasn't Darren Moore. No. Uh, the manager. Uh, it was quite a while ago now, wasn't it? Well, it's something like yeah. Pepe Mel, something ridiculous like that. It's no, I tell you what, Pepe Mel. Uh, it's not, but Pepe Mel, it, just to be in the forefront of everyone's minds, is a great manager. Uh, <laughs> no, it was. I think it was more recent than Pepe Mel. I think he was. It's gone. West Brom manager. Yeah. Yeah, but he, he played Tony. for West Brom before Chelsea. I can't remember anything before Darren Moore. So I think he was the second youngest Prem player ever at one point. He's in the top he, 10. That. 2013, he made his debut. So who was the West Brom manager in 2013? Oh, God. He had a really successful year, I think, when they came, what, eighth? Oh, Roy Hudson? No. No, no. The, hang on. The youngest, the, the second youngest ever Prem player to make his debut, Roy Hodgson. <laughs> um, he's got a time machine. I'll take us back to before the Iceland game, then Roy was still not over it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> took us back before the Iceland game and still came out with the same result. Oh, boy. Roy, uh, come on, Roy. Who was the other bald guy that managed West Brom? Don't know who you're thinking of. <laughs> I don't know who you're thinking of. The other bald guy that managed West Brom. Oh, no, sorry. I meant Gary Megson. <laughs> no. Um... Oh, I don't know, Sean. I've no idea. But I'm oh, it... six left. You've got, you got four left. Four left. <laughs> I'm trying to think who West, who West Brom got after Hodgson. Cause it, I'm trying to think who else I think it's the Hodgson. person that got directly after Hodgson. I'll have a look. Yeah. The player, uh, well, the it will have been. Because I think Hodgson left in 2012, didn't he? Stake England, yeah. He left. He, yeah. He managed England just before the Euros. Sean, did he not play for Ipswich? Is he Brown? No. I think he Ipswich. Are you sure? On loan or? No, he never played for Ipswich, Steve. I'll tell you that. Um, Play for got, Vitesse, is it? Yeah, you've got you've got from Vitesse if you can get it. I uh, have no idea. No, you've got the West Brom manager. You've got another Wolfram manager, and you've got oh, Alan his Stubbs current manager. Yes, yeah, so you played under Stubbs. 
his current manager is wherever he is now. Graham oh, Jones. Sure. Yeah, Graham Jones at Luton. Yeah. Really good signing for Luton. Getting Izzy Brown in. I mean. I and James Bree. I, I, I think Luton have the best deadline day, in my opinion. Their man, uh, West Brom. Um, West Brom bringing Charlie Austin is the greatest signing. I don't know the West Brom guys, and I certainly will get the Vitesse yeah, guy. Um, let me try and find. I'm pretty sure he was directly after him. Hodgson. Oh, West Brom player of the year 2004, Thomas Gardso. What a throwback. Um, yeah, it was directly after Hodgson, but I don't know if that helps you at all. No, it doesn't tell me. No, I'm lost. Um, it's the current Scotland manager. If that, if that helps. Don't know why. I can't remember who's in charge of Scotland. Um, um, Lambert. No, he's the Ipswich manager, isn't he? Yeah. Um, yeah, Paul Lambert. Yeah. I forgot. I do. You know what, I genuinely forgot. Alan Pardew managed West Brom. Won three of his twenty-one games. Always Scotland manager. Pepper Mel actually won three of his seventeen. It's not Strachan. <laughs> wow. It's, it's not, not Strachan. St- no, it's not. It's not Lennon. No. Gary Meggs now can't take spell of charge of West Brom in 2017. Oh, Steve Clark. Yeah, Steve Clark. Yeah. Oh, Steve, there you go. Steve Clark, what the hell? He's one um, of the pointless the, West Brom managers that nobody will ever remember. I mean, yeah, yeah. They, they, they had a few in succession. They had Steve Clark, Pep ML, Alan Irving. Oh, if anybody remembers Alan Irving in next 10 years, I'll be amazed. Um, the Vitesse manager went on to become Ajax. I don't know if you'll know him, but went on to become Ajax manager. Went on to become went on to become Dortmund manager. Um, and is now by Leverkusen manager. But I don't know if you know the by Leverkusen manager. No. Uh, Peter Bosch. Peter Bosch. Peter Bosch. Um, the other Bosch, town player on it was Benicophobi. Ooh. Uh, I'll jump straight in. 12 managers? Lee Clark. Yes. Eddie Howe. Yes. Cavalio. Oh, Caval, sorry. No, no, playing the Caval. Gary Rowett. Yes. Stuart Gray. Uh, Stuart Gray, yes. Nathan Jones? Yes. Uh, he's on loan somewhere now, isn't he? He is. Oh, where's he at? Where's he at? Uh, 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 Wolves manager, Nino, whatever. No, no. What's yeah. his name? No, I'll give it. Nuno. Yeah, Nuno, yeah. Yeah, played in Nuno. Nuno uh, Kenny Jacket? Yeah, played in the Kenny Jacket. Five more. Hilton? No, he's not playing Hilton. I thought he might have gone to Brighton. No, it sounds like a Brighton signing when they were a championship, doesn't it? Mm. Uh, Lee Johnson? Yep, that's where he is now. Yeah. Uh, uh... No, I must have missed that. 
Bother to Bristol City. Yeah, well, no, Bristol City from Stoke. Um, you can you can read all about it on the latest blog post of mine on the, the Talk Seventy Two podcast <laughs> blog. Um. Ooh. Uh. Oh, Wenger. No, I looked. He never actually played a first team game for Arsenal. Which surprised me because I thought uh, he did in the League Cup or something, but he didn't. I thought he might have done when he went back from us. No. No, he went, he went back straight out on loan, I think. I mean, he played uh, like his cup and that, but. Carl Robinson? Yeah, Carl Robinson at MK. Owen Coyle? Yeah, Carl. Owen Coyle. Um, somewhere. Yeah, yeah, it was bomb. Yeah, you're right. Um. It's two yeah, more. I played at Millwall and Reading. Well, Millwall must have been guy that they had for ages um, that played for them, ex-player. You're thinking of Steve Lomas, yeah. and it's not Steve Lomas. No. He's, he's, he's thinking Neil Harris, aren't you? It's, yeah, Neil it's not Harris. Oh, they've got still there. Oh, I thought he'd left. <laughs> Talk 72 podcast knowledge there, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Reading and Nigel Atkins? No. Brian McDermott? No. Yeah, Brian McDermott. That's a good shout. Uh, one more. Well, I didn't know he played at Millwall. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to think who was the manager there then at 2013. Was it Ian Holloway? No. No. If we give you clues, actually not the Millwall manager because he played under Kenny Jacker in Millwall and Wolves, and it was Kenny Jacker in charge of Millwall. Um, it was somebody played under Bolton as well as Coyle. Ah. So he played at Bolton, this guy, yeah? He played uh, under this guy, Bolton, yeah. Dougie Friedman? Dougie Friedman. Uh, yeah. There we go. Oh, Oh, I've got one more on here, not a town player, Charlie Austin. Ooh. Uh, had, had, had a few. <laughs> Charlie Danny Austin. Danny Wilson? Danny Wilson's a I, I thought we'd struggle to get Danny Wilson, but yeah, no, Danny Wilson's a great shout. Uh, uh, Dyche. Yep. Dyche. Eddie Howe? Yeah, Eddie Howe and um, Hassan Hall, yeah. Matt uh, Hughes. Yeah, Hughes. Who was the boring guy before Hassel Luton? Oh, is it Pochettino? <laughs> no, uh, he, no, he never, he never played under Pochettino. Kuhlman. Um, yeah, Kuhlman. Oh, who was that guy? Not just signed him for Southampton. Who was the guy before Hassel Luton? He were. That was Mark Hughes. No, yeah, he won't. Was. He won't, yeah, he was one before Hassel. No. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Was he? Yeah. Yeah. Who am I thinking of then? The guy. Oh, I tell you who I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of the Watford guy. The um. Oh, what Matsari? No, short black hair. Not the Italian. The um. Javi Gracia. Yeah. Again, the current manager. No. Uh, <laughs> Talk 72 podcast knowledge, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, there's six more, um, including his current manager. But Matt was to see you. Harry Redknapp? Yeah. Uh, KPR? Yeah. Holloway? Um, no, I didn't play in Holloway. Chris Ramsey? Yeah. That's a good shout. Forgot he got the job permanently, but he did. Yeah, yeah. Who else with QPR manager? Probably Mark Hughes. Mark Hughes twice? No, he only played the under him at Southampton. Right. Yeah, no, Redknapp signed him for um, QPR. Right. So he's only... Uh, so he's only played for Burnley, Southampton and QPR? In Swindon. Um... And his current club, which I don't know if you saw where he went. No. Okay. <laughs> or is it a championship club now? Let's just say that. Yeah, where did he go now? Swindon, is it Paolo Di Canio? <laughs> God, no. I have no idea where uh, they, had Leon, they had Leon Clark and the Paolo Di Canio, didn't need anyone else. Oh, Southern Village. Yep. Yeah. Went uh, to West Brom. It's at West Ham now, is it? <laughs> is it is it the uh, Croatian national team? <laughs> um, uh, there's three more to get: two Southampton and one QPR. Oh, interesting. Two Southampton, bloody hell! Oh, uh, Southampton just went through. <laughs> went through. Did didn't they? Steve oh, no. McLaren at QPR. No. Um, I thought he had something to do with QPR. Steve McLaren. Yeah, he did. He was there. Um, but this is before McLaren. Two Southampton. Yeah. Oh, we said Poch. You've said Poch, yeah. He actually joined after Poch um, left. There must have been really short stints, these guys at Southampton. One was. One was um, at least a season. Oh, that helps. You said Koeman. Who was the guy before Hughes? Pellegrini? I'll get you that, Pellegrino. That's the guy yeah. I was thinking of. That's that's the guy with the short black hair I was thinking of. I knew that they'd had somebody with short black hair. Yeah, Pellegrino. One before Pellegrino. One before Pellegrino was for Pellegrino. Was Pellegrino the one that was a uh, full season? No. No, the other guy. This guy was a uh, full season. Was it Kuman before Pellegrino? It wasn't. No, there was someone in between. Someone in between. Who did they go after Kuman? Quite a forgettable manager. He has actually had a job in England since, and is no longer in that job. <laughs> Shock. Um, foreign manager. Foreign manager, yeah. Uh, I'm lost. Am I used oh, to? Oh, um, um, uh, wasn't the guy that were at Swansea loud drunk, was it? No. No. What other club did he manage? Uh, he managed Leicester City. Oh, Ranieri. Oh no. He got into League Cup final, Steve. 
Claude Puel, that's it, isn't it? Puel, he did. Oh, yeah. Claude Puel. Yeah. I thought he got left to the league at four, and it was like, oh, when? There's another QPR manager. There's another QPR manager, yeah. Wow. They went through him as well. Yeah, they did. I'm trying to think who they got after Red, after Redknapp. After Redknapp, it was Ramsey. Um, after Blackson. Ramsey, it was was this guy, and I think after this guy it was McLaren. But I'll just double check that. Oh. I can spell. Oh, I remember him sacking Ramsey because it was a big thing about the Rooney rule again. That always comes up. Yeah. I'm trying to think who it was after after Ramsey. Oh, QPR got Naki Wells back, didn't they? Were you ever after Naki yeah. Wells back? No, we were, we were never in for Wells. Yeah. Well, this time. Yeah. No. No. He won't come back to us anyway. Been oh. for a year in Huddersfield. Um, yeah, this guy was after Chris Ramsey. Um, I mean, in between this guy taking charge and Ramsey leaving, uh, the caretaker by the name of Neil Warnock. But it's not Warnock as... It's not Warnock, no. no, no. Uh, played under Warnock. Oh, yeah. I thought I thought I were a good... Kevin Blackwell? No. 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 Oh, I thought we were going to be out with McLaren. This guy was, this guy's QPR manager from December 2015 to November 2016. So he lasted a year, basically. And, and a former player? Um, not a former QPR player, but a former... Footballer. Former footballer, yeah. He has, <laughs> has, again, he has had a team in England since QPR. He's foreign? He's foreign, yeah. What was he, the club he managed? Oh, God. Oh, it saddens me to say, but it was Northampton Town. You don't think QPR... To... Oh, Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank. Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank. See, Correct. see... Yeah. Now, you won't believe me, but I was going to say Hasselbank, but then again, I didn't think he'd been at QPR. Yeah, he went from Burton. He did a yeah. good job at Burton. Yeah, he did. I knew, yeah. I knew he'd been at Burton, but I didn't think... I, could, I, can't, I can't believe he went to QPR, yeah. Yeah. Um, Spank was appointed manager at League 2, signed Burton Albion, signed his two-half-year contract. Um, he was nominated for League 2 manager of the month award in January for going and beating in the month for the Interclub to victories over promotion rivals Shrewsbury Town and Berry. However, Chris Walder of Northampton Town won the award. Um <laughs> But yeah, they and they, he got them promoted. Although it was mainly the work of Clough and Rowett before him, I'd say. But yeah, yeah. To QPR, um, sold Charlie Austin in the January. I, I thought it went in the summer when they got relegated, but it actually went in the January. Um, his first win in charge of QPR was a three 0 win over Rotherham. Surprise, surprise. Curtains um, are going on now. That's it. Yeah. So that was that. That was that quiz. Very good. And that I think takes us to the end of this week's podcast. Um, we should be back next week with hopefully more people. Um, <laughs> to discuss. It's been a good one, it has been a good one. To, just to discuss what um, betting controversies go on next week. Just I, I've got a funny feeling the manager might go between now and the next podcast. I don't know yeah. who. Yeah, but um, it could happen. You could happen. 
but anyway, um, it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from Sean. It's goodbye from Steve. Bye. Goodbye. And um, we will see you again next week. <laughs>